The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus came home with his disciples. Again, the crowd gathered, making it impossible for them even to eat. When his relatives heard of this, they set out to seize him. For they said, he is out of his mind. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said, he is possessed by Beelzebul. And by the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself, he is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder the house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemies against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, He has an unclean spirit. His mother and his brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent word to him and called him. A crowd seated around him told him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. But he said to them in reply, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking toward, looking around at those seated in the circle, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. The Gospel of the Lord. Though this is my second homily for the day, still I am a little nervous as I am sitting before preaching before Monsignor. Once a cab driver reaches the pearly gates and announces his presence to St. Peter, who looks him up in his big book, upon reading the entry for the cabbie, 
St. Peter invites him to grab a silk robe and a golden staff and to proceed into heaven. A preacher is next in line behind the cabbie and has been watching these proceedings with interest. He announces himself to St. Peter upon scanning the preacher's entry in the big book. St. Peter furrows his brow and says, Okay, we will let you in, but take that cotton robe and wooden staff. The preacher is astonished and replies, But I am a man of the cloth. You gave that cab driver a gold staff and a silk robe. Surely, I rate higher than the cabbie. St. Peter responded, matter-of-factly, Here we are interested in results. When you preached, people slept. When the cabbie drove his taxi, people prayed. <laughs> and my friends, today, I chose something. I said mass at the college. With the intelligent people, I chose something that really happened one of the first, as a senator, Abraham Lincoln spoke about something that is in the gospel today. On June 16, 1858, more than 1,000 delegates met in the Springfield, Illinois, for the Republican State Convention and they chose Abraham Lincoln as their candidate for the Senate, running against Democrat Stephen A. Douglas. That evening, Lincoln delivered his, this address to his Republican colleagues, and the main focus of his remarks were on the issue of slavery. Mr. President and gentlemen of the convention, if we first know where we are and whither we are tending, we could then better judge what to do and how to do it. We are now far into the fifth year since a policy was initiated with the avowed object and confident promise of putting an end to slavery agitation. Under the operation of that policy, that agitation has not only not ceased, but has constantly argumented, and in my opinion, it will not cease until a crisis shall have been reached and passed. A house divided against itself cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. That's a powerful sentence. My friends, did Abraham Lincoln come up with that phrase all by himself? No. Well, where did he get it? Can you think of? Right from the? gospel we all heard today. Isn't it true? 
and he was quoting Jesus and the quote is from today's gospel where Jesus gives a crushing blow to the scribes who accuses Jesus of collaborating Belzebul for his exorcisms and most often when you read this gospel you always have the question do satan exist do devil exist and you all would have heard about exorcisms and i'm so happy if you had never experienced it and people ask me the question most often do you believe in devil its presence people possessed right they come and ask me all the time and i tell them i don't want to waste my time thinking about already what jesus affirmed in the gospel you see that but i'm so happy that you never were possessed and i was never but of course at the same time my brothers and sisters with all my due respect to the blessed mother i always used to think this is the only occasion where she was influenced by her family and she took them to jesus because all of them felt he was crazy does any of your family feel that you are crazy for the little good things you do for many times that you come to church i mean if somebody asks you what are you doing oh don't don't wake me now or don't ask for anything i need to be sitting and praying now or i need to go to church right when you give these kind of answers of your religiosity the family considers you little crazy right no i mean very few answers so i feel most of the people are very good here but the generally when we speak they always complain about that and my friends exactly the same way they consider jesus as crazy because to tell you honestly the greatest truths ever revealed by yahweh the god of israel i don't know whether to use the word contaminated over the years in the jewish law itself in their religious practices by scribes and pharisees so here is jesus coming out and trying to change those kind of laws and giving the people the real picture of the father which was not easy for jesus because all the people in front of him believe something but jesus is projecting yahweh as somebody who forgives who loves unconditionally whereas the scribes and pharisees as condition god's love if you do this then only god will do this for you the condition yahweh his love for humanity whereas jesus is projecting totally a new theology to them and they were literally afraid because their religion will be liquidated from earth 
And his good apostles possibly never understood him, right? As you always, at least some of you claim that your family doesn't understand you. The disciples who ate with Jesus, who heard the divine truths from Jesus' mouth itself, never understood him. And when he was hanging on the cross, they literally ran away because they never understood what he was doing. That it was for the total love of man and woman that were in front of him. And my brothers and sisters, here Jesus, when his family comes to him, he makes a greater assertion to us, which you and I could take it from there, from the gospel. Who is my mother? Mary would have had shock, right? And if I reflect correctly with you, Jesus already gave a notice to Mary. When they all went to Jerusalem, possibly when he was nine or ten years old, when he was coming back in the caravan and they didn't find him, they went back to the temple in search of him. What did he tell Mary and Joseph? You mind your business. Ah, I have to be working for my father. I have to think about that all the time. I mean, here is somebody, 10-year-old, talking to you if your child or somebody tells that. What will you say? Crack, right? But Jesus, my brothers and sisters, had prepared his earthly parents to that level of he was totally for his father. Totally. And the same thing, my brothers and sisters, because of his total allegiance to the father, towards that, he was able to make it as he saw the congregation who were following the word of God through him, the divine truth. The house was not divided. He was able to tell them, you are blessed. You are my mother, my sister, my father. Whatever terms we could invent in our human terminology of relationships. He could relate with all of us. A blessed privilege given to all of us, my friends. And today we are right here and we always feel that liberal mind right around us. Most people will always say, I mean, if you are searching your internet on this, they always say, even the Protestants will always say the Catholics are crazy, right? Most often it gets that for you. And when your master was given that title, I don't think you and I could ever escape. But my brothers and sisters, it is our duty to have the courage to be able to express that faith that Jesus instilled in us 
as we follow him in our daily lives and at baptism my brothers and sisters we totally became the children of god we became the house of god so to say we bring that holy spirit into us and we allow him to live and to make us become like himself which is a process right from day 1 till we die we go forward and backward go forward this always happens in all our lives but my brothers and sisters let us think of that relationship that jesus is giving to you and to me today let us think of that divine person identifying you and me and coming down to us and making us his own gives us a greater privilege of extending that to our families and friends and people around by practicing that word of god in our lives no matter what answers you and i get that is jesus way and let us take that divine mercy which is very unconditional to everyone by the way as jesus taught us let us take it to the world and as we enjoy this privilege my brothers and sisters let us think of not only practicing that word but making that word as our very life heavenly father bless all of us as we gather around the altar give us grace to pray for ourselves and for the needs of the church and the world father bless our pope we offer all his intentions to you may he lead the church always towards that greater goal of making it an evangelical and reaching out to all neglected poor and all those who spiritually need your greater help for this let us pray to the lord let us pray for our diocese our bishop and all the priests and religious and all the catechists and all those who work for the word of god to be made known throughout our diocese may they and their families be blessed always for this let us pray to the lord let us pray for our parish may all the greater plans that we make for our parish by the pastor and all the parish councillors may that be seen in the daily lives of our people as some progress in spiritual and 
economical and physical lives of all our families. For this, let us pray to the Lord. Let us pray for our youth. They may be able to choose the greater reality that God is eternal and his word is active and alive among us. And that is the place where we get our real pleasure. And may they all find suitable jobs for them. For this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord let us pray for our personal intentions. Heavenly Father, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and through the discretion that the Holy Spirit is giving to us, may we be always faithful to your ministry that is given to us to the call that is given to all of us, and may we always follow his instructions in our lives. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord.